Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host, Andrew Waterhouse, and in today's episode we're taking a look at what are the worst things about camp. So come in into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. Like I say, this is the episode about the worst things about camp and this was a this was a po- podcast idea that came to mind when I was just randomly walking through the street and I was like thinking like, you know, I've done so many episodes about the best things, the best things to take to camp, the best things about camp, the best reasons that it's good for your CV, etc. But I don't remember ever doing one about the worst things about camp. And I think that's a very relevant thing for a lot of people that are perhaps on the fence of going to summer camp or have done it themselves. And they're looking back thinking, what are actually the worst things about camp? So it'd be interesting to see if you guys agree with my list. It's only a short list. And I've called this episode one of the worst things about camp because I'm sure there's going to be plenty of things that crop in, crop up in my mind where I look back at my time at summer camp and go, oh, actually, that was actually quite shit, to be honest. Because summer camp, like I say, I think this is why I'm... Re- okay, I'm, I'm getting I'm getting off on all sorts of tangents here. This is why I'm releasing There's No Place Like Summer Camp as a book. Because I think when I was applying through the Camp America program, the orientation day, and all that sort of thing, there was a lot of, I want to say, unicorns and rainbows sort of attitude to summer camp. And it's not really like that. And that's what my book isn't like. It's not going to be... Um, just the positives it's the realistic it's telling a true story it's telling the entertainment and it's telling like the truth of what it's like to be a 20 something going to volunteer at summer camp and i think there's a very untapped market and a very untapped niche that i really have a passion about and um did i just say passionate about god damn it uh, i really have a passion about and um yeah i think the worst things about camp have their rightful place within a podcast as well so this is the worst things about camp but before i begin i have some announcements to make the book there's no place like summer camp has arrived on my desk i'm touching it right here let me see if you can pick up the pages on the microphone oh that sounds good um there's no place like summer camp the proof copy that i have in front of me here it's very i'm very proud to see how far this book has come if you follow me on instagram there's no place like summer camp you'll see the cover a little bit of a teaser of um the physical paperback copy of the book um so yeah i'm thrilled with where it's come uh, to and from and uh, I hope to have some bigger announcements soon. Um, but just to let you know that I do have an, a proof copy with me here. And I think it's really great. I've, like I say, I've been working on it for about six years now, which is nuts. But to see the first copy of the paperback that I have as like a test bed versus where it is now is night and day difference. There's been so much work poured into it, so much passion and uh, I'm chuffed. I really hope that you guys will enjoy it and pick it up when it releases. I hope to have an announcement soon on like the release days and that sort of thing. But 
looking at the uh, proof copy I have here, there really is pretty minimal things that I need to be changing on this. There are some things that are really minor, but for the most part, I'm really thrilled with the way it's got to and um, sort of sharing it around as well, getting that feedback. I'm getting very minimal, like feedback everyone's saying like this could really be like a professional book which is the the standard that I wanted to hold myself to I didn't want to just release something that was half-baked like a lot of the early copies that I made were so keep an eye out for that um, I'm, I'm sure I'll have the announcement on the podcast first uh, and check out the socials there's no place like summer camp on Instagram to be able to see the proof copy that I have in my hand okay I hope you enjoyed that intro. It's very exciting for me to have it here. And um, like I say, I'm really proud of where this project's got to. So I hope you will enjoy it too. Let's crack on with the worst things about summer camp. Okay, so like I say, this is the worst things about summer camp. And I'm a realistic. I'm not trying to look back at summer camp with rose-tinted glasses. Um, I think a lot of people do, and I probably fall into that trap myself as well sometimes. So what I've come up with is five things that are the worst things about volunteering at summer camp. And this is called episode one, because um, I don't know how many episodes are going to be, to be honest. Um, so there's bound to be more things that crop up in my mind later down the line. And I'm sure if you have comments and things that you hated about summer camp feel free to get in touch you can message me on instagram there's no place like summer camp as i previously said or i'm available on twitter uh, at andrew w09 and you can also reach me through the contact form on there's no place like summer camp.com i'm very uh, reachable i don't buy it so if you have a list of things that i think you think i've missed feel free to get in touch and we can make an episode two and who knows, that might not even be the last. Anyway, let's crack on with this episode. What are the worst things about summer camp? So at number one, and this is in no particular order, these these were just the things that cropped up in my mind when I was thinking back to my time at summer camp. Number one for this list is the stranger danger right at the start, because you don't know anyone. If you're going to do summer camp properly, you don't know anyone, you don't know where you're going, you don't know anything about how this summer camp works, you don't know any of the leadership, you might know one face that might have interviewed you over Skype one time, but you don't know who else is volunteering with you, you don't know if you're going to make any friends. And that was a big thing for me. I thought, oh God, strangers, I don't know if I'm going to get on with these guys, shall I try and book myself some traveling after camp? And everywhere I looked basically said, don't book anything travel-wise for after your camp finishes until you're at camp and you get to make those friends. And I was like, mm, I'm not really sure. I don't know if that really applies to me because I'm a very introverted person and quiet and I'm not very good at like um, making the effort <laughs> with people, I guess. And um, so it was very tempting to do that, but thank God I didn't. Because the stranger danger really does subside after those first couple of days. I think it was my first night at camp that truly shone a light on what the rest of the camp experience would be like for me. Um, because I made so many friends from that place, still still in touch with a lot of them. And um, the stranger danger sort of side of things, it's very scary. You don't know anyone. When have you ever travelled? Most likely... 
90% of you listening to this podcast have never traveled even to a cinema by yourself. And now you're trying to travel across the globe to the United States by yourself. And that was that was my position. I had never even traveled to a cinema and watched a film by myself. I'd hardly gone abroad. And um, here I was in America saying, all right, who's around? Who, who wants to make friends? And it was really strange. So you have your... Um, you have your wits about you. Uh, is that the right phrase? You, you, you're you're very wary of being by yourself. So you have to sort of adapt to learn other people and other cultures because summer camp isn't just British and Americans together. At my camp, for instance, we had Australians, we had New Zealanders, we had Hungarians, Mexicans, and Israeli. That was uh, the 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 sort of mix of cultures there. And that sort of ties in with the stranger danger too, because, you know, those cultures are going to have their own little ways of doing things and personalities, of course. So uh, it's just something to be wary of. Okay, so coming in at number two, I have the anxiety. The anxiety is particularly in the case of when you're in the run-up to coming to camp, because I don't know about you, like I say, I think most people in their early 20s, this is going to be like their first time traveling abroad. Could be, could even be the only time they travel abroad, abroad solo. Um, and this was a massive test of anxiety. You're trying to overthink every single question. You're try, trying to overthink all the borders, that you have everything, that you have your dollars, your money side of things as well. There's a massive stress on the anxiety just in the run-up because there's so many preparation stages. And I remember, this is probably too much detail, but if you think this is too much detail, wait till you read the book. Um, I used to get quite bad IBS. Um, and one of the bouts that I had was um, just before my face-to-face interview with the Camp America interviewer. And that's one of the stages. They just basically check you're not mental um and that was in the middle of london i think it was a costa coffee and i was so nervous because it was real commitment every stage that you get further into the camp america process is another commitment to yourself saying that you're actually going to go ahead with this and the financials that you'd be putting behind things as well it slowly starts to become expensive especially when you're not even over there yet so it's a test of your anxiety in the run-up and i say that's probably the second worst thing that i could think of when it comes to going to summer camp number three is the exhaustion now this is when you're actually in camp um it's really really exhausting like i'm i'm nearing my third 30s now and even then I get like a little frog in my throat because fucking hell it doesn't seem like I'm nearly 30 but looking back at my life I'm like really proud of the things I've done and Camp America is probably number one in all the things that I've done that I'm just like oh my god this is so good I have to tell everyone about this um I'm sort of like the equivalent of that girl out of American Pie um but I think without just the rose tinted glasses I think I hope we'll see um, but yeah, when what, uh, what I was saying was when I was when I am appearing, uh, approaching my thirties, um, I've had quite a few jobs. But the one that comes to mind when I think about exhaustion is working at camp, because camp is literally so full on. It is literally six a.m. to one a.m. six a.m. to one a.m. And times that by three months or times it by however many days or weeks or 
months that you're at your summer camp it's really really full-on and um it's really like a place no other because you are working in a job that you love and it's not so much working i always miss uh misuse the word working and volunteering they're really the same thing in my head but really they're different you are volunteering your services you're not getting sort of paid as such you're getting a reward at the end of your um work there so you're you're doing this volunteering work and you just think sometimes oh my god that was so full on it was too much what am i doing here i'm looking at all these people on my facebook and they'll be in like better positions in the middle of london or back at home like buying their first house and that sort of thing and you're over here volunteering at america and you're earning pittance real slave sort of wages is what I'd like to say it's quite funny thinking about that but if you're doing Camp America for the money it's really not the thing for you I would say the benefits from Camp America are well addressed in previous episodes so I won't go over those but this is a job that is going to make you feel exhausted without coming off the subject it's going to be really really full-on you're going to become especially I think the, the first couple of weeks when you're getting to know the camp know the area know the people that you're going to be working with and then you get the whole torrent of campers coming it's really overwhelming and especially as like a young 20 something um, a lot of my friends at the camp found it really overwhelming because there's loads of responsibility and um, you, you take real ownership within your specialty so I was of course a specialist but I know the counsellors as well they, they take their own ownership not within a certain area but a certain cabin and you know it's suddenly the first time that you're becoming a parent in a way because you've got 20 30 or even just 10 kids to look after and they're all screaming or playing games or bullying someone or crying about missing home and suddenly you're the person that's got to keep everything in check and it's quite hard to do that as a first time but that's the thing about summer camp it's a bit of pushing yourself to grow as a person because you'll come out of camp as a totally different person I can guarantee you that so exhaustion it's no place there, there literally is no place like summer camp pardon the pun but um, you're going to be 100% exhausted most days number four now this sort of links in with the exhaustion because like I say there is no place like summer camp wink wink um, <laughs> uh, but it's true because you're sort of working in a place that's really isolated from the rest of society you're in what I call a bubble because you take one step out of summer camp and you're back to the normal world you're back to the outside world but you're in this like new culture that you're not really familiar with but maybe the people that are American are and you sort of explore all these areas and um that's the outside of camp but within within the bubble you're literally around these people 24 7 and it can be weeks before you get to have a break and just literally go and expand your wings have a stretch get outside of camp and see what the real world is like and especially when you don't have um the social media because most summer camps don't have mobile signal and you're not going to really have the time to go on it anyway um it can be, get very very drama heavy and intense and the amount of gossip and um, drama that happens at summer camp is like no other and that's sort of why I say this ties in with number three with the exhaustion because you really want to get good night's sleep but I can tell you now that um, 
when I say camp is full on, it's like 6 a.m. to 1 a.m. every every day. Um, so you're only getting like five hours sleep sometimes. Um, the reason that you stay up to 1 a.m. is because that's when the staff get to like relax and talk about things and you hear the latest gossip, you hear that someone's been fired. It can get very intense. And when you bring all of these cultures together, like I say, with number one, with the stranger danger, um, you get clashes, you get people that don't get on with one another. Camp isn't all about people that just get on and it's like rainbows, butterflies and unicorns. Summer camp is about having people work together that wouldn't normally. And sometimes that really does blossom into like a best friend sort of relationship, but not all the time it does. I know not, I know quite a few people that went to camp and they didn't particularly get on with their co or they had a falling out halfway through and it's not really been the same since. So they look back on those days with like rose tinted glasses, the um, the memories of when you used to be like a cohesive team and then at the second half of camp they wouldn't be getting along and they just wanted to get home sort of thing so it can get very intense with the drama it's not all just everyone getting along like you might think if you haven't been to summer camp before now number five this is the, one of the worst things about camp is the, the summer camp heartbreaks I put that in there because I think I know particularly one individual, you'll, you'll see, you'll see uh, more about this in the book, um, who went to camp, sort of had a camp fling, but it wasn't really so much a camp fling, it was more like a camp girlfriend, and they were really close and together, and it was more than just like a quick shag or a snog on the side or anything like that, it was really deep, and they really connected with each other, and there's going to be that time at the, at the end of summer camp where... Um, you have to you have to part ways you have to go back to the real world even if you're both in the same country it's going to be a test to go back to the same country together and one of you live in london one of you live in say edinburgh just as an example because suddenly you have a real world dif- distance between you you have real jobs to get back to you have houses to pay for you have families that are miles away is it really going to work most of the time no uh, if you go on camp america's alumni page which I actually found the other day I'm actually on there. I'm quite surprised at that because I thought they were de- they had deleted my um, sort of like testimonial of how good camp was. Um, if you just search Camp America alumni into Google, you'll see what I mean. But there's people in there that have actually had their camp relationships transform into like a marriage and had kids. And that's where they met. That's how they got on. And it's really worked out for them. And I'm really happy for those sort of people. But I say 90% and this is probably being a bit harsh and a bit negative here, but I'll say 90% is the heartbreaks. You get, you have to say goodbye. A lot of the times, the people that get together aren't just in the same country. They're in different countries, say an American and a Brit. There's a whole fucking Atlantic Ocean in between us. So um, how likely is that going to work out long term? And um, that's a real negative about summer camp because you get so close to people so quick and the relationships you get there are just like no other. Like I say, there's no place like summer camp. I think that's the perfect title for this book. And as I wrap up this podcast here, I just have to say I'm really proud of where this book's come to. I really hope you're excited for its release. Um, I'm going to be doing all of my updates through the podcast and Instagram and Twitter and that sort of thing. So um, if you want to keep on touch with that sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe and if you're listening to this on spotify spotify actually have a new thing recently where uh you can rate a podcast so if you 
if you listen to the podcast regularly enough you can rate the podcast and i would really appreciate some reviews on there because it really does help get the name out and um yeah i'm gonna leave it here i've noticed today that i haven't put any ads in so um make sure that you uh, appreciate that because i'm not doing this for free christ's sake uh but i do really love doing these sort of things it's you know it's my release to just get everything out of my body of summer camp <laughs> and then uh I don't have to bug and pester Natasha about uh, all of my stories of summer camp time. So I hope you enjoyed. Um, next week, we've got a pretty cool episode, but I'll leave you lingering on that. Like I say, every Tuesday is a new episode. I hope you enjoyed this one, guys. I hope you're really looking forward to the book because I am. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon.